hello, hello. Welcome to Super Love Sunday in the Love Healing Room. I am your host, Joe Cooper. And wow, what a time it is today. Life has thrown everyone a curveball with this coronavirus, but we are here gathered in love, although I am by myself in the Love Healing Room via Facebook, I am not by myself on the line. I am joined by my beautiful co-host, Bela Darla. Uh-oh. Where's Oma and Supernova? They're on the line. No, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Yay! I am Supernova. Okay, she almost called us a Bella. Yeah. I'm Oma. Welcome. Yay, we're all here. We're all here. Technology is on our side. We are healthy and we're sending love to everyone across the globe. Our prayers are with those who are being um, afflicted by the virus, but know that you can be healed in the name of the mighty creator in the name of jesus you are healed in the name of love you are healed except that so money wise because it is still march and we're talking about money we're going to continue to talk about moolah moolah and how to be wise with our money so we're going to give you some tips and we are open to hearing what you do to be wise with money, at least for the first half an hour. Second half, as always, is open forum. For those of you who are new to the Love Healing Room, welcome and thank you for joining us. Please mute your line until you are ready to share. So to get us started, as always, Supernova, do you have a reading for us? Yes, I do. And I'm also doing the, um, our inspirational rules today, sometimes during the show. I would like to take a deep breath because I was rushing. Breathe in. Breathe out that negative energy, that hustling energy, that bustling energy. And breathe in peace and tranquility. Breathe in. Breathe out. A nice big gush. And let that go. Breathe in for the last time. And breathe out. There we go, I'm ready. Supernova is all ready. So I had, I pulled a card today from Doreen Bulletu and the angel of abundance and it's visualizing abundance in all forms. That's the name of the card today, visualizing abundance in all forms. And this is what it says, God, God gives you such great spiritual power that everything you visualize eventually becomes reality. Hold a steady vision on that which is beautiful, healthy, positive, and filled with the blessing, and that is what you will experience. Now, if you don't realize this, this is the same card that was pulled last week. So the universe is trying to say something to us that we are uh, abundantly wealthy. We are abundantly wealthy in all areas of our life. We are healthful, positive, healthy, beautiful, wise, wealthy, and we are prosperous in all areas of our life. So visualize abundance in all forms and in all areas of your life. And this is a beautiful card for now for the um, for what we have going on and how we are separated from each other and we are trying to stay healthy. 
And staying healthy and being healthy and being positive is also a form of abundance. And with that, I am complete. Awesome. Okay, I had to unmute myself. Thank you so much, Supernova, for that reading. And it is perfect. As always, a reminder from the universe that we are abundant in every area. If we believe and accept that and acknowledge all the good that we have, more can come. And more healing can come quickly to those who are forgetting right now the power that we have as human beings, as spiritual beings in the physical. So without further ado, let's get to our topic. Remember for those of you who are in the Love Healing Room, mute your line until you're ready to share. This is an open forum. Whatever you want to talk about, we're here to allow you to express that without judgment. We can talk about the topic money-wise and we can talk about whatever's on your mind, whatever's on your heart. Facebook, welcome. Hey lady, thank you for joining us. So, let's talk about money. Who's going to be the first of our hosts to give us a money-wise tip? Can I? Absolutely. Okay. I got me some super duper terrific information from Dan Luck. He's, a, um, he's on YouTube and he's at his YouTube line, Dan Luck. And he talks he gives such good inspirational, some wise, simple techniques on money and how to think about money. And the first thing he said, and it's how to, and I looked at how to manage money. And he said, money has a job. So when we get our money, when we get our paychecks, or when we get our investment, money has a job. And then you have to decide what is this money going to do? What kind of job this money is going to do today? And one of the things that I took from him is he said, you take 60% of your money and put it towards your necessity, which is your light and the gas and your phone and the bills, after bills, and so forth. So 60% of your money goes to that your necessity. That's the first job your money has. The second one is 10% goes into your savings. For your long-term saving, you don't touch that and no circumstances. You put 10% of that in your long-term savings. And then you put 10% in investment. And then you put 10% in learning and 10% in fund. Now you could juggle your investment and your fund. Depends on what you have to do. Sometimes your investment might take only like a hundred dollars or seven percent or two percent and sometimes the investment might take all the investments from your fund but you could take your investment and use it as a learning tool so you have those two those three to play with but your necessities and emergency that's a standard thing you got to do every month so you have six buckets you have sixty percent necessity, bucket number two, 10% emergencies or long-term funds, bucket number three, 10% investment, bucket number four, 10% burning, I'm sorry, five buckets, and bucket number ten, number five, 10% funds. Mm. And he said, this is what will help us to grow and to multiply. If we assign the job our money has, and then he said, money has a job. And with that, I'm silent. Awesome. Those are great. So let's do a real quick check-in, a sound check. Make sure that everyone can hear us on Facebook and you can hear us in the Love Healing Room. So Supernova, I can hear you great. So anyone else in the Love Healing Room, if you can chime in, let us know that you can hear. 
This is Bela. I hear everyone loud and clear. Yay, thank you. So Great. let's Great. in Facebook want to say hi to Sharon. Hi to Chris. Welcome. Remember, Facebook, you can type in the chat anything that you want to share. We'd love to hear your money wise tips. Okay, so next, who's going to share tips? I am going to go next. Yay. If anyone knows Dave Ramsey, mm -hmm. he has a 13-week course on money-wise tips. I went through the program a few years ago, maybe about five or six years ago, and he's almost saying the same thing as Don um, Lada mm -hmm. is saying with it. The only difference is he has a bucket and I have envelopes. <laughs> and with those envelopes, I would designate certain things for it. Whether I'm traveling, whether I want to have an emergency fund, and he doesn't say money uh, emergency fund, he says sunny day. Mm -hmm. Setting the money aside for a sunny day. And it was one for, you know, your essentials, your essentials is one for, and especially for fun, because of the fact that we work, and we work for our money, and we want to be able to at least have some fun with that money, and also investing that money. So, take control, and his main thing was take control of your money. Take control of your money, and not just be giving your money out and not having any set aside for you. I also went through a one called moneywise.com and he gives about eight different things that you can, you can do with your money. Number one, emergency fund is a must. A emergency fund, study day fund is a must. Establish your bucket or budget, don't just save money, save for your future. Save automatically, start small, start saving for your retirement as early as possible, take full advantage of employer matches for your retirement. And the one that I draw towards that stuck out with me is budget with cash in envelopes. Mm. If you have trouble overspending, try the envelope budget or bucket method where you use a set amount of cash for each spending. And once the cash is gone, it's gone. So if you have where you want to set aside, whether it's your gas, whether it's your groceries, you are the one to determine what's going in these envelopes. You if you have this method, 60, 10, 10, 10, and 10, that's 100% of your money. So you determine where you want to put this money. So start on another thing was that this is from moneywise.org says, start small. Think big. Mm, I like that. Start small, but think big. And one of the things I was saying also earlier that our um, mentor said, that Joe said that money has a job. He says that money has three things that it can do for you. As a destination, you can do for defense, or it can be for dominion. Mm. Destination, defense, and dominion. And that's all I have for right now. So let us check in with our callers to see if they have anything that they want to give us any information on, on things that they may do that they know works for them that can help our audience. All right, Secret and Silent Flutter Vise. Remember, you can share at any time. These are awesome tips. It's probably nothing new but the difference nothing. is are you doing it 
I think that now that we are um, experiencing this pandemic and we're having to isolate, self-isolate, as well as, you know, situation puts you where you are forced to isolate, this is a time to rethink, be more wise with the money that you have. And I love the envelope and bucket idea. I've been, um, I just made a, a choice to start keeping a $100 bill in my wallet with me at all times. When I did that, it somehow magnetized more money coming into my bank account and less going out because I always had money with me. And that $100 is not a set amount. You decide what you want it to be as a set amount. But keeping some cash on you at all times this is one of those times where we see that as evident. So let's check in, say hi to some more Facebook family that has joined us. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the hearts. And hey, Tess, welcome. So good to see you. And lady says, hello, love healing room. Hello, beautiful. Hello, lady. Okay, now I did have some music. I kind of turned it down, but I want to make sure that I let you all know we do not own the rights to this music. And if it's too loud at any point, please let me know. But right now we're listening to Don't Wake Me, I'm Dreaming by Christopher Williams. I'm going to be jamming because that's one thing for sure. We need to be jamming right now. We need to have as much positivity surrounding us as possible. So, alrighty, I'm gonna go quiet. Bela, you ready for your money wise tips? Yes, I am. Hello, everyone. And what I'm gonna talk about is the characteristics of a wise person. Because we're talking about being money wise. So, we want to be wise about our money. And so, I found a really great article on moneycrafters.com. And they gave you 15 characteristics of a wise person. And I'm just going to just give a few of them, probably split it up during the show. I'll do a few now, like maybe half, and then get the other half later if time permits. But I love this article that it started with a scripture from Proverbs 16, 16, that says, how much better to get wisdom than gold, to choose understanding rather than silver. And so it talks about like some of the things that's already been shared about, you know, um, how a lot of times we do a lot of spending and everything and we have to be wise. We have to have some wisdom. And so the 15 things that they name, I'm start with about five of them, like I said. Number one, a wise person educates themselves. They learn the basics of financing, including like the lady to share budgeting, if you have a retirement account. Educate yourself about your mortgage, if you plan to buy a house, or if you have one, you need to really educate yourself, all those kind of things. So you have to be able to make solid decisions, you know, and, and you have to have an understanding. Number two, their discipline. They exercise self-control, and one of the things it mentions as a tip is the envelope budgeting system. And I want to add that, like in my bank, they have a virtual uh, wallet, what they call a virtual wallet. So you can put money that you want to just save, and then they have like a reserve money you just want to put there that you might use later, and then it has your one that you just spend from. And I really like that. So, number three, they admit their mistakes and they learn from them. So, it said that people learn from their mistakes because they have to live through the consequences. So, you know, you have to begin by admitting your mistakes. You know, like when you mess up with something financially, admit your mistakes and then use those mistakes as a learning opportunity. Number four, they're patient says patience is a virtue and it's valuable when it comes to personal finances. So a wise person saves enough money like I think Terry said to purchase a fun 
new gadgets instead of purchasing it on a credit card, you'll be able to buy it. The things that you desire, you can buy them rather than, you know, getting it on credit. And the last thing I'm going to mention right now is they take instruction humbly. And a wise person misses, they don't know everything. They accept the fact that other people are more qualified and more knowledgeable than they are without getting upset about it. So, you know, that was one of the things I had to do was to take instruction. You know, before I wouldn't take it, I wouldn't accept the instruction. And I kept doing the same thing over and over again, expecting um, different results. And we know what that's the definition Mm -hmm. of. So learn they take instruction humbly so we want to be wise and and do these things we want to educate ourselves we want to be disciplined we want to admit our mistakes and learn from them we want to be patient and we want to take instruction humbly and i thought this was a great a really great article on moneyclashers.com and so with that i'm done for now but we're going to take a moment to allow our callers, if they have something they want to share, to, um, you know, share some things that you do to um, exercise wisdom in your finances and with your money. Okay, Secret and Silent Flutterbys, we know that you have some great money-wise tips to share. Jump in at any time. The floor is always open, especially since we're getting close to the halfway mark. So let me shout out to some more people on Facebook that joined us. Hey, Tess. Hi. And hey, Cedric. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Be sure to share your tips in the chat stream or if you want to dial in to share with your voice anonymously, you can dial 248-289-5882. Again, that's 248-289-5882. Wow, so that was a lot of money-wise tips that have been shared. Um, Supernova, I love the, the theme that we are abundantly wealthy and how you have to manage your money because money has a job and the tips from dave ramsey to take control of your money using envelopes to create the different uh, segments that you should be using and circulating your money in so 60 percent is for essentials 10 percent savings long-term savings or emergencies, 10% for investing, 10% for learning, and 10% for fun. Mm. Can you imagine how much you will have, let's say if you did that for six months? Six months of being money wise can bring you wealth. And I want to challenge us all to create new money habits. That's what I believe is calling us to do with the time that we have right now. Since we are forced to be self-isolated or just to rethink how we interact with one another, how we interact as people, as a society, this is an opportunity for you to change your habits all of them for the better it's time it's time for us all to cleanse our habits so i'm going to go quiet again because i just did a quick recap and make sure that our audience in the love healing room has an opportunity to share the line is open okay hello everybody Hi, this is Daphne Burke. Welcome. Did you have some money-wise tips that you wanted to share with everyone, or is there something else you want to share? 
Oh, I didn't hear everything what you were talking about, but I just understand that there's a time for everybody to, to change your ways. Yeah, it's a good time for, you know, for a lot of things to take place, a lot of um, reunion with family, because we know that at this point in time, that the club is closed, the restaurant is closed, and a lot of people was hiding away behind the scenes, like the club and the, the restaurants, and they wouldn't go home and face the wife, or the wife wouldn't go home and face the husband. So I think it's a good time for family to unite. I agree. Yes. That is actually a way to save money. Mm. Yeah. That's a good way to save money by being mm-hmm. more connected to the people that you love and not being out doing things that take you away from your family. Mm-hmm. Or are just and we have to have fun. So everybody's idea of fun is is different, but now we have to rethink these things. Yeah. Love. You gotta think of when this time, when this tired moment is finished because you look at everywhere it's shut down, everywhere. You know, like yesterday I was saying, you know, a lot of people don't believe in God. And there's only one God. It doesn't matter what name you call your God, it's still it's only one God. And it's one nation, right? It's one nation. So everything is shut down, right? Why, why everything is shut down all at the same time? It's because there's only one God and it's one nation and it's one love. So now we have to get this love and everything equal to the oneness. It's not really in part. Hmm. So you're believing that this is an example of bringing us all back together. Yes. That's a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. Okay, so we have a comment from Facebook. Sharon says, a good book to read, A Happy Pocket Full of Money by David Cameron Gigandi. We love that book here in the Love Healing Room. She says, it's basically getting a good mindset for creating abundance in your life. Yes, that's an excellent resource. Excellent love that book and would highly recommend it and for those of you who are shut in and maybe you don't want to order the book off of Amazon you can go to YouTube there is an audio there actually there's several audios of a happy pocket full of money by David Cameron Jacondi and that's spelled G-I-K-A-N-D-I I've read that book almost twice yeah I think two times and so speaking of reading books to help change your money mindset that was going to be my first tip or recommendation and also something that I've put in practice at least over the last 10 years I'm constantly looking to improve my money relationship my money mindset so reading books is a great way to do that and again if you're not able to purchase a book you can use YouTube awesome resource as well as you can Google it sometimes you'll find free PDF versions of books out there we have resources so that's what we're sharing with you today by way of this topic money wise is resources next week we're gonna cover some money tools we'll get more into some specifics on things that you can use to help really increase the circulation of money into your life and the circulation of it going out wisely so I'm gonna go quiet again and check in hello baby hi Hi, well, I have a suggestion, like, for the last, I believe, for 
for 11 years, since 2009, I've been utilizing my library. Mm -hmm. And what I found is, like, I listen to books on CD. I don't purchase them. Anything that's out there, you, most times you can go to your library because your library, not only your library system, they're usually uh, joined with other libraries from surrounding areas, like where I live. Uh, we're, um, I can get books from uh, Westland or the Wayne or uh, even, I don't know, I haven't been to the Canton Library in a while, but I can get books, I can get these, uh, I mean, the current movies, like a lot of the movies that were in the recent Academy Awards, uh, I've had, recently I had Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I had, um, oh, what's that, uh, oh, I can't, uh, Game of Thrones, the eighth uh, season, which was the one, the last season, I had that. I've had all kind of things from um, the library. I get books on TV, I get DVDs, and then there's uh, something called Hoopla, where you can stream um, whatever movies are out there, all of that. And a lot of, that costs money. You go to the, and you get to keep it, you get a DVD, you get to keep it for a week. And so there's so much out there where I don't have to spend money. Mm -hmm. uh, that's free. It's utilizing a library. Um, there are other things like, and another thing I do, I don't know about anyone else, and I've been doing this for quite a while. I make a monthly list of, I know what I have coming in, and I an expenditure list. And that's how I keep track of what money I have and what bills I have. And that's how I try to keep them overspending. Like even with my credit card. Uh, if I know that I only have uh, $200 or $300 to play with, then that's the frame that I stay within. I know that I don't want to spend more on my credit card and three or $400. That means I'll be able to pay it off next month. And that's unless I have some unexpected cost. But normally, I've been able to, for years, to pay my bills off. So that, and I, so I can't think of the young man that wrote this book, but he tells you about how the rich were richer. Jolette, do you know the, name, the guy's name? Um, Napoleon, is it Napoleon? Anyway, I can't think of it right now, but I read that book years ago, and it taught me uh, to some aspect on how to uh, keep a little bit more money in my pocket and how to live within my means. And I'm going to shut up and listen for other people. But yes, I keep a monthly tally of what I have coming in and what I can spend going out. Thank you, ladies. Oh, thank you. Okay, so I wrote that down. A monthly, a monthly list of expenditures because that allows you to have a, a framework for how you can um, spend your money or use your money. And I think the book you're referring to is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Great book, another classic. You can find audio at the um, on YouTube. But I love that you brought up utilizing the library. I forget about the library. Need to get back to it because we don't want libraries to disappear. That's a great resource for, as you mentioned, books and movies. We have so many resources. That was the reason why we wanted to talk about this, because we need to remind each other of our resources. Everything is within reach. So guess what? We're past the halfway mark, so we can talk about whatever you want to talk about continue with the conversation around money wise or open forum and before we get ready to do that hey Myron blah, blah, blah. so secret and silent flutter buys the line is open and remember we do not own the rights to this music Thank you. Mm -hmm.
Mm. I wish we could have a dance party, but okay, I'm going to turn the music down just a little bit. Okay, so does someone want to share? I do this in Salem. I was gambling with that song. I love me some black chairs. Yes. 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 I just wanted to quickly just come and um, just a couple of things we had said earlier. I, I think uh, Nova has said this about visualizing abundance and all. You know, at this time that we are now, um, and in the time that we have, like you said, um, that we're isolated, or we really just, you know, in this. Uh, in this place of um, stillness. Um, but to visualize abundance in all forms, that really resonated with me. And um, what the caller said as well about utilizing the library. I love the library. And I love to, you know, check out books. And like you said, you can get all kinds of resources there. And I, I really, really... Um, reconnected with my love of reading yes so that's all I want to say well, thank you Bella yes I love that as well visualizing abundance visualizing the life that you want to to have and we have so much time now that we're going through this situation and so we have a question from our Facebook audience, Sharon asked, is everyone practicing social distancing? That's a good question. So I'm gonna let our audience chime in or my beautiful co-host, if you all wanna chime in on that question. I will do I will. Go ahead, Sharon. No, that one go. I was just going to say quickly, I have been um, doing the social distancing and definitely keeping in with the uh, practices of, you know, the hand washing and, you know, not touching knobs and touching all over everything and really trying to, if I don't have to go out, I'm not. So um, I have been, you know, putting all those things into practice. And I'm with Bella on that to a certain extent. I don't stop myself from not going out. I go out if I have to, but I'm not a a consistent butterfly where I'm just constantly going. But when I want to go out, I do. And I make sure about the washing of the hands because I make my own hand sanitizer. I put them in a, a plastic bag. And then when I go somewhere, whether I'm at the pump or um, open up a shopping cart that name they use because some stores don't have it where they have the um the whites you know for it and I like my own anyway but anybody can do that particular thing but it's a good thing to use wisdom every time you go out of the house because you're setting an intention when you go anyway and get what you have to get and and come on out with it so I'm cautious, but I'm not fearful with it. And I think that that's a personal thing that everyone has to make a decision every time you step outside of the house during this particular time to be not just safety for you, but safety for those that are, are around you. But thank you for the question, Sharon. I agree with you ladies. I haven't been outside since I believe the 13th of March. That's a little over a week. And that means that what I've been forced to do, I've been forced to go into my freezer and pull out things that have been in there for a while. And I'm finding that uh, I'm being successful with that. I have uh, everything I need, I found out uh, at this point. So I haven't had to go out. But that's because I live alone and the decisions I make when I make them, I'm making them for myself, and I'm not, uh, my selfishness isn't infringing on the rest of my family. Um, 
And the only thing I found out today that I didn't have was fresh garlic. <laughs> but other than that, I have what I need, and maybe I'll be able to stay in the house until maybe Tuesday or Wednesday of uh, this week. But yes, I'm practicing self-isolation by choice. And because I think that means or makes me a little bit more considerate of uh, other people. But I also am not in fear. And I know that even with my being, uh, with my isolating myself, I stand for a, a, a chance of getting something that I don't want. But I don't know, like I said, I'm not living in fear. Thank you. Hey, it's Therese. It's Therese. Hey. Well, being a healthcare worker, I'm here to tell you. Stay home. Stay home. If you don't have to go out, please don't go out. Um, and if you have to go out, then you've got to go somewhere um, to a medical office and you're sick, please let them know. And please don't think that we're being um, um, invasive by asking you. We don't mean to be, but this is how this gets spread. And as careful as you can be, you, you can still get sick. So, it's a good thing to stay home. Stay home, do some of the things that you've been wanting to do for a while. Enjoy your reading. Don't forget, libraries have a lot of music, too. Mm -hmm. yes. I used to love going to the library and getting all my jazz. That's how I got hooked on jazz. Um, so don't forget that, too, when you visit your library. Thank you, Therese, and thank you for your service as a healthcare provider. I mean, there's so much that people have taken for granted. This is a, a time for us to rethink the love that we need and the respect that we need to give one another. And I totally agree. If you don't have to go out, please don't. And Terry, Sharon has a request. She's asking, what do you use and I'm, I'm sure is what do you use to make your your um, sanitizer wipes? Correct me if I'm wrong, Sharon. That's your question. Terry, are you there? Yeah, we here. I want to say I'm not shoving. I still have to go out to work, but I am. A the things that I'm observing is I have stopped buying anything. Um, one thing I noticed, I went um, went, to, went up to the cash register, and the cashier stepped to the side and blew his nose. Mm -hmm. And then he came back to me and started packing up my goods, and I said, excuse me, don't you know you have to clean your hands? And he cleaned his hands. And I said, um, but before that, I had stopped, I stopped eating out because we had to buy food and bring it inside because we're supposed to be shopping so I'm eating what I have and as our caller said you will you surprised at the things that you have in the back of your cupboard and into the bottom of your deep freeze that I have been buying for a long while so I stopped eating out which is saving money seeing that we being money wise and then being seeing that I can't be shopping and being I'm washing my hands keeping my hands away from my face. I'm only going to the places that I have to go and I'm not eating out. So if I didn't take anything to work, I wouldn't just drink water until I get home. And that's what I'm doing. Thank you for sharing that, Supernova. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just like grateful because um, I, I work in the health field also, and I um, retire my job in August, so I feel like really blessing going to listen to God at this point in time, you know? But um, one of the things, you know, besides washing your hands, that, you know, we just wash your hands and we say, it's okay, we have our phone with a dirty hand, 
I'm not cleaning the phone, so we need to also clean our phone, sanitize the phone, or however way you want to sanitize it. But keep the phone clean. When your hand is clean, your phone will be clean because you're still putting the phone by your head. And you know, they contract this thing um, from ENT. And also, it's good to take the, um, the swab yourself with the alcohol, your ears, your nose, and your mouth. And clean your face with it. Especially when you're going to go out and when you come in, you do the same thing. Yes, if anybody brings on you or whatever, you never know. Those are like two little tips I just want to leave. <laughs> Those are great tips. Thank you for sharing. And I can, um, we'll, Sharon, we will get you the ingredients that Terry uses to make those wipes because the Love Healing Room is coming out with um, our own essential oil blends. And Terry is our blend master. So we will be sure to share that information with you. We want to say hi and give shout outs to more people who joined us on Facebook. Hey, Vita. Hi, Michelle. Um, who am I missing? Hi. Oh my gosh, I missed somebody. I'm sorry if I missed you. Love you. So glad that you joined us. We've been talking about money-wise, but we've also been talking about whether or not we self-isolate and people are giving tips on some of the things that we can do to help safeguard ourselves and safeguard our communities. I can tell you for sure one thing that I do and have done for a while now is have peroxide poured in my ears. Many um, health professionals have said that viruses go through your ears, your nose, your eyes, you know. So that, that area is very sensitive to germs. So I recently had peroxide poured in my ears twice this week because I could have been exposed because I had to go out outside of the house so in order to protect myself and to protect my family peroxide in your ears and usually um, pour the peroxide in let it sit for about 10 minutes and then switch sides and I tell you that it does help to kill viruses but we know peroxide is a good alternative to some of the traditional means of killing bacteria and viruses. That's my personal opinion, but I've also gotten that from some alternative health care providers. So use the information um, to Could your I best judgment. Absolutely. Um, okay, I use, I have never poured peroxide in my ear, but I have taken peroxide on a Q-tip and went around, you know, in the ear canal gently. And I'm wondering if that will suffice because I'm afraid that if I pour it in there, I'm gonna have, you know, liquid moving around in my ear canal. So please get respond to that. So I have also done the, the Q-tip dipped in peroxide. However, because I came across um, a book called One Minute Cure, and I will see if I can find a link to it to share, but it gave um, a lot of history, um, medical tests, or I should say scientific tests that were done to show the benefits of pouring peroxide in your ear. Now, I've also had the earwax coning done. I've done a lot of alternative health things with my ears and if you don't feel comfortable pouring peroxide in your ear, then don't do it. I can only tell you I've done it myself several times over, well, actually more than several times, a lot over the last couple of years. And I've seen benefit of the onsets of a cold or some type of virus being reduced and actually to the point where it just goes away. So use your discretion, do some research, and again, I will look for an online resource to share on our social media about the one minute cure using peroxide. Hopefully that's helpful. So guess what? We're almost out of time and I have to jump off and end the show a little early because 
during this time, we are um, taking precautions at my job and we have an emergency call coming up in just a few minutes. So we're gonna end the Love Healing Room a little early. So before we do that, the line is open for any final shares or questions that you may have. Well, I appreciate that you guys are there and that this forum is open for us to come on and ask questions or give a little of our own viewpoint. And I was not challenging you on the black side or in the ear. I was simply asking a question. So thank you. I appreciate the fact that you guys are there and that I can ask questions. Thank you. And you are welcome so much. I appreciate that. The one thing I can tell you about the peroxide, I had been doing that with my children since they were 10, 12 years old. And it's just a couple of drops. You know, we just took a little, you can take a dropper and just put it in your ears and you know if bacteria is there because it'll bubble up Yes. Um, with it. And my children are anywhere from 38 to 23. And it has been instilled in them. And they do not get cold unless they have to go to the doctor for a regular physical. And I am truly, truly thankful and grateful for that. So there are a lot of things, alternatives that we have out there. My thing is for anybody, research, research, research. Do your own research and find out what works for you. Yeah. And I'm going to say amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> amen to that. Any additional final shares? Yes. Um, about the peroxide. Peroxide can be used in for cleaning. It can be used instead of bleach. So if you look into bleach and can't find this peroxide, you could use peroxide. It cleans. It is a disinfectant. That's right, as well as vinegar. You yep. can use vinegar as well. Yep. Right, and vinegar. And vinegar, that's right. Awesome. Okay, so guess what? Got to jump off early simply because I, I have a, another commitment. But guess what? It's not over. We will still have the afterglow. My beautiful co-hosts are going to head over to YouTube and do a recap of the awesome tips that have been shared. Hopefully, that added to your toolkit to bring you a new mindset with money. To help money circulate more and more, grow more and more work for you more and more that's the intention so head on over to youtube and join us also next week same time same place same intention stay safe be in love and i'm gonna say namaste love you all goodbye namaste. Bye. Namaste and God bless everybody. Okay, bye, Sarah.